Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Slumber Party. I invite you to my slumber party, except like the ones you attended in the 90s. This one actually includes sleep for you, your children, and the entire family. Uh, every week, I have a unique guest or I answer a fun question about sleep to get you and your family the sleep that you need. Today, we're talking with Hannah Ross, who is a, uh, I wanted to say, vagina physio, but that's not what she is. <laughs> She's a pelvic floor physiotherapist out of uh, Vital Physiotherapy and Wellness in Midtown Toronto. Um, she is such a force of nature. If you ever met Hannah in real life, you're just enveloped by her energy and her fun and her laughter. <clears throat> She's so, so, so great. Um, and we've been wanting to talk about sleep and vaginas for a while. I We always do a deep dive, but this was a pretty good deep dive into some mental health stuff as well. Um, some things that you might want to look out for for yourself. Uh, Hana can be found online. She gives all of her links. Uh, take a look at Vital Physiotherapy and Wellness online if you want to get in touch with her or book an appointment with her or her team. Thanks for joining us. Yes. This is a judgment-free zone. All types of sleep are encouraged. Uh, so put on your headphones, walk around for the duration of a crap nap, and just enjoy yourself. Hi, Hannah. Are you there? I am here. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for... Um, it, so I'm so embarrassed when I record virtually with people who are literally down the street. <laughs> we could have said you, by you, side. That would have been fun. It would have been, but you are a busy woman. You're at work right now, right? Yes, I'm. I am hiding in a back office in my in my clinic. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, the sound there is really good. So if you ever decide to do a podcast, you when? should do it in that room. All right. All right. Yeah, I know. Oh, done. Just just stop sleeping, right? And that's oh all God. you need to do. Yeah, that's right. We'll just add that to the list, okay? Yeah, it. that's it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, so Hana, you are um, the vagina queen. Is that and what I am? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I actually think you're so smart because a lot of physios offer uh, pelvic physio, but Vital um, actually specializes in it. So why don't you tell us a little about you and, and what you, where your clinic is and what, what you do there? Sure. Talk about myself. Okay. Um, <laughs> my name is Hannah. I'm the clinic director at Vital Physiotherapy and Wellness, which is a perinatal um, uh, clinic, pelvic health clinic in Midtown Toronto. Um, and we have a multidisciplinary clinic. We have uh, about seven pelvic health physios, so physios who really focus in on pelvic health um, and prenatal prep and postpartum recovery and um, different area, like, you know, different times in a woman's life in and around menopause. We treat after mastectomy and breast cancer and a whole host of things that women experience. But we also have, um, but wait, there's more, Amanda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we also have an amazing chiropractor and naturopath and massage therapist, and we run uh, exercise classes all um, focused on uh, women in the perinatal period and in and around menopause. 
Awesome. That's so great. (laughs) You're also sort of a community hub. So I live in, you're in Midtown um, on St. Clair West in Toronto. um, And I live around that area. And there's always something going on there. You know, you're always hosting classes, mom and baby things, uh, fitness stuff. Like you're just really good at that. Um, You're a community builder for sure. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, as, as you know, I think that, you know, sometimes um, motherhood or parenthood can be very isolating. And so uh, one of the ways that we feel better is is just by being around nice people. So that's what we try to do. Very technical. <laughs> bring, bring good juju into the into the Yes. Place. yes. So I think that like one of the things – so we talk a lot just casually on our own and we're always trying to – to collaborate on something. And I wanted to have you on as part of my after the sleep series of uh, some experts and guests who can help parents and moms figure out next steps once their head is on straight, right? Like once you're sleeping, you're eight hours again, and you're sort of being like, okay, now I have some time to do some things. My body is ready for a little bit of a change. Um, You know, what, how can I do that? So like I said, I'm talking to Dara Bergeron, who's a fitness expert. Um, I talked to uh, your shop girl about uh, some, some clothing stuff. And we've always sort of talked about how for pelvic physio, uh, sleep is required. And so I definitely want to talk about this. But I also, for those who don't know what the hell would be wrong with their vagina or why they need to go see a pelvic physio, I would love for you to talk about this because truth be told, I didn't know that this was a thing. And pretty much until I knew you and I was like, oh, like I've (laughs) randomly heard about some people I know who had like trauma is seeing someone, but there's a whole clinic devoted to it. And then like, now I'm in, now I'm all in, I know what's going on, but tell, tell the average person who is God, let's go what you do. Okay. Um, I would love to. So I guess, um, one of the things that we think about, we think about pelvic floor and I will, I will launch into anatomy because it's one of my favorite things to talk about. But mm. um, when we talk about um, our vaginas, what we don't realize is like our vaginas are actually made of muscles. So uh, the pelvic floor is three layers of muscles that sit at the base of your pelvis. So if you literally take your hand and you put it on your crotch, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> you are holding. <laughs> yes, there's this skin and right. experience. <laughs> That's right. I got you, babe. Um, you're the, you're placing your hand over three layers of muscles that are called the pelvic floor muscles, um, mm-hmm. and they they extend from the front of your pelvis at your pubic bone, which is right above, like you know, your mons pubis where your, your hair is. Um, mm-hmm. Right behind that is your pubic bone. It goes all the way to the back at your tailbone, which is literally at the top of your bum crack, um, mm-hmm. inside to side from one sits bone to another. So it's like a bowl of muscle that sits at the base of your trunk and has five really important jobs. Job number one is to hold up your organs, hold up your bladder, your uterus, mm-hmm. your rectum, and all of your internal organs. Um, is, that the, is that the muscle that kind of goes when you have like a prolapse? So yeah. So a prolapse um, is when that role is not being done correctly. So um, 
your organs, your, your, your bladder, your uterus, um, and your intestines and your rectum, they're held from above with ligaments. Um, and ligaments have like a little bit of elasticity to them. And over time, the same way like a hair elastic, when you keep wrapping it over and over and over again, it starts to get stretched out. Over time, those can get stretched out. So you've got that support from above, like inside um, and above those organs, but below the organs are these three layers of muscles and they help hold them up, them up as well. Um, but uh, these muscles are like any other. The only thing we've ever heard is to Kegel, right? So, yes, exactly. um, so, you know, use it or lose it. Same thing like any other muscle. If you're not using them correctly, um, then it's up to the ligaments to just keep holding on. And so either a really very fast, forceful activity um, like – delivering a baby um <laughs> just, for just example thinking throwing about some examples yeah yeah or or things like persistent like persistent sm- like um very small um like uh, like persistent somebody who has uh, a chronic cough or right. um somebody who weightlifts all the time and holds their breath and bears down all the time some of the chronic oh. constipation you're getting that constant downward pressure right if Right, that's putting pressure on the ligaments, and if the muscles below are not trained to manage that pressure, then then we start to see some of those organs descend, um, and they can descend out of your vagina or out of your rectum. Wow. Okay. Shit. That's does that make crazy. Sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. So it's really important. So yeah. so you're. <laughs> So your vagina is not the only orifice in the pelvic floor. So uh, you have your urethra where your pee comes out of and your bladder is right on top of that. Uh, Your vagina, you have your cervix and your uterus right on top of that. Um, And your your anus and on top of your anus is your rectum. And what's really interesting is all of those, your your urethra, your vagina, your anus, they're muscular. The muscles are, they basically go progressively almost like a sandwich. There's an outer layer, a middle layer, and a deep layer. And there's three layers of muscles. So you can retrain these things, right? So prolapse sounds really, really scary. Um, And to a certain degree, we can really rehabilitate um, prolapse. There are other options when rehabilitation isn't fully going to help. But um, a lot of the things that, so we're going to talk about, so number one is it's supportive, right? These muscles support all those organs. Um, But a lot of the things that we think of postpartum in relation to our nether regions, um, we think of them as like, oh, well, what did you expect? You had a baby. Right. Obviously, you're going to have prolapse. Like so much Obviously, of what I do is you're going to leak urine. You're never going to sleep again. You had a baby. That was your Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's why I love you, right? <laughs> like these things that we just like, and their beliefs, yes. their beliefs that we were like, well, what did you expect? Of course that's going to happen. Yes. Well, no, yeah. not of course. Like there's, there's so much that like, I think that we feel so defeated postpartum because, um, you know, we're like, well, my life will never be the same. Mm-hmm. It won't ever be the same, but it's likely going to be better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we have to put the pieces into place to make that, mm-hmm. to make that the case. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I get very off track. So the first <laughs> has five jobs. <laughs> Like rain it in, Hannah. Okay, you're doing um, great. I'm following along. I mean, I'm interested in what's happening. I mean, I'm not everyone listening, but I'm I'm in. 
I love it. Okay, so the first job is to hold up your organs. The second job is to keep you continent. So to make sure you're not leaking urine when you don't, you're not sitting on the toilet and to make sure that you're not leaking feces or gas when you're not sitting on the toilet and to help you release and make sure that you actually can fully evacuate your bladder when you're sitting on the toilet and have no issues with, uh, with bowel movement. So constipation is very much uh, related to pelvic floor muscles that aren't working well and as is leaking urine. And even if you're leaking urine when you're jumping on a trampoline with a full bladder and you cough and your kid pushes you, you still shouldn't you shouldn't lose urine right. unless you're sitting on a toilet. Ready okay. to lose urine, Let's pause there right? for a so, second because this is something that you've yeah. taught me and it was a aha moment for me, <laughs> but like the hours and hours of depends commercials I've watched yeah. uh, lead me to believe yeah. that leaking urine after a certain age, or especially, you know, you see online, Oh, I just had a baby and I sneezed. I also went to the bathroom. Like it just feels very yeah. normal. Well, they call it a, uh, uh, a, a spees? I don't know if they, yeah, yeah. There, there's different names. But that's for not it. normal. You're yeah. saying that's not normal and it can no. be helped. No, no. Like it, it's totally treatable. Yeah. Like not like, oh, we can help a little bit. It is treatable. Wow. Yes. Um, and, and the thing is about the pelvic floor muscles, um, when things are not working well here, like when you're peeing your pants, when you're having pain in your <laughs> vagina, when you feel like organs are falling out of you, that genuinely affects your sense of self. And yes, I'm not going to lie. We joke a lot. Like we, it's, we, we try to make it lighthearted while we're chatting, while we're chatting about it. But when things are not working well, it, it's, it, it really alters a person's sense of self in a drastic way. Um, Women don't want to lose a house. They don't want to, you know, they, they don't want to be intimate with their partners. They don't want to, you don't want to go out for extended periods of time just in case they leak, right? They're, they don't want to go out at night. Like it, it affects their lives in a very drastic way, um, as does lack of sleep. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's really important to get it taken care of. You know, of. it's, I have a, I have a friend, um, who will remain nameless, but who has a, a prolapse issue. And I was not really aware of yeah. the emotional connection there to, in you know, yeah. we were talking about something completely unrelated and she said something like, Oh, uh, I'm, you know, on this, um, uh, message board for women with prolapse. And we were talking about stress and like, Oh, they take this for their anxiety. And I was like about prolapse. And I was like, wow, like this is like, it can yeah. cause depression anxiety, um, when you just don't feel like you're fixed or that you're working at a hundred percent. I totally understand. And, and you spiral very quickly into, you know, what did I do that caused this? Like, what is, what, what how did I create this situation? Yeah. I shouldn't have done this. I should never have done this. Like we go very quickly into self-blame, totally. um, very quickly. And I, I mean, Another thing about the pelvic floor is the pelvic floor gets um, direct innervation from the uh, autonomic nervous mm-hmm. system, from our sympathetic system, our fight mm-hmm. or flight. So when we're stressed, <sighs> our pelvic floor responds automatically by overworking. And so when 
we are not sleeping when we're, you know, in those early stages or, or early to late stages of parenthood when, you know, we are in that constant spiral of I'm not doing well, I don't know what I'm doing, da 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 da. Um, when when we're not eating well because we're feeding a baby all the time and like can barely have time to brush our teeth, when we don't have good social support because we're at home all the time by ourselves in the, those, you know, in you know when we live in a big we live in a big mm-hmm. city and the, there are a lot of people at home by themselves. When you're in that stressed response, um, we our pelvic floors goes into this fight mm-hmm. or flight, which is just a clenched position. Wow. Um, and so we, which is why I say I won't like when somebody's not sleeping. I'm like, you need to deal with the sleep yes. first. Yes. Like, we need to take care of you because keep coming back and if it's like and if you're still not sleeping and you're still not eating and you're still like we're just gonna have to do I'm just gonna give you the same advice over and over and over (laughs) again and really like it's not fair to keep blaming yourself like well I can't it's because I'm not doing my homework well it's because I'm not you know like you need to take care of the basics and then we can take care of this other stuff because if you're in that constant fight or flight we're not we're not going to get you we're not going to get these muscles to do what they need to do we're not going to get them to relax because in order to do that we need to get you into a into a rest and relax state. and i feel like yes okay so you know personally this is such a <laughs> this is a personal issue for me and i actually wrote about it on my blog and my newsletter this this month um we're actually talking the day after i sent it out but i i basically talked about my two years after my second baby, just being in a constant state of fight or flight, but also not really knowing it and not really believing that. Like people would be like, no, when you're stressed out. Thinking that that's normal. Or, Or to be like, no, like I know I'm busy, but that's really not affecting my body. Like, give me a break. Like, that's just something yeah. that you hear to yeah. calm down. Yeah. No, it's, I can tell you <laughs> with 100% certainty that uh, my stress affected my body. Like, I, I remember my yeah. hair was falling out and just falling out and falling out at a bald spot. I was like freaking out. So, um, I went to the doctor, I went to a specialist, I went to a dermatologist and all of them, like I had a million blood tests. I had this and that. And and it was like, nothing was wrong with me except uh, clearly there was something wrong. Everything was wrong. wrong. And I remember the dermatologist being like, look, I see people like you every day. I can almost guarantee that you have too much stress in your life. And at the time I was like, I'm not doing anything different than I normally do. But it was a moment where I was like, maybe I can't do what I always did before. (laughs) Maybe I need to stop doing that now. (laughs) Um, And like being on the other side of it is actually like, that is why I wrote the blog because there's so much knowledge on the other side of being like, oh man, my well, I can literally feel a difference in my body. Like my body isn't like yeah. a 20 out of 10 anymore. Like my shoulders are down. Um, you know, all of those yeah. things, like even I would go pee all the time when I was nervous, right? Like it, all the things. Yes. Which by the way, pelvic best. Frequency, right? Urgency, a sense of like I can't, I can't hold it anymore. That's a, that's a sign that your body, your pelvic floor is overworking. And when we're telling, when we're talking to clients and saying, you know, there's this, it, it, like telling somebody to relax, he's not relaxed. Like 
That's a joke, right? But it's a big difference between saying this is brain remediated versus it's all Mm -hmm. in your head. Mm -hmm. Um, And and our brains are malleable. Like we can change it, right? There's neuroplasticity. We can do so much um, in that way. But sleep is a big part of that, right? And if... And we give a lot of suggestions around calming the nervous system and retraining that stuff. But at the end of the day, um, if your baby's getting up every hour to nurse, that might not be a you not being able to sleep issue. That's your baby keeping you up issue. And that has to be addressed um, if somebody chooses to. Uh, Of course. And I think that... um you know, always I have this disclaimer, if your baby is waking up every hour to nurse, especially if they're newborn, that's that can be normal. And if you're doing that and you're okay, meaning like there's nothing yes. going on, then there's nothing going on. Like uh, we're not, you know, prescribing exactly. anything. Uh, there's no ideal scenario. It's only if you're not COVID. And there are people, and I would <laughs> put myself in this camp, I'm kind of a little bit of an asshole because like my kid would sleep for, <laughs> well, I was that person who postpartum would be like, oh, you know, Nora only slept in four hour stretches last night. And then this other woman would be like, I hate you. Like I, I, I would love yeah. four hours. But for me, my four hours was like, I could not function. So it's like everyone has right. their number about whatever that is. Um but yeah, it seems so it's so interesting because I feel like you just hit upon something that I really want to talk about that we might need to change the language about how we talk about how the body and mind are connected because I would consider yeah. myself pretty you know, quote unquote, woke <laughs> to mental health and how it affects the body. And I was still in denial about how it was affecting me. Um and I think Oh, well, listen, like we're really great at helping other people to help ourselves. Yeah. Right? 100%. <laughs> Just don't ask me to do anything for myself. I mean, that's not true. I'm so much exactly. better at that now. I'm I'm actually like, I'm, I'm very, yeah, very are. happy about where I've come. But I think that, you know, you've hit the nail on the head that we need to say, we need to break it down exactly how you did it. Like your autonomic nervous system is directly related to this issue. Here is how this is how. And like, once it was broken down to me that way, I was like, Oh, cause like when your hair is falling out, you're like, why? And it's like, well, your body thinks that there is a significant stress. It's putting all of its energy in other areas and doesn't give a shit about whether or not your hair grows. And I was like, Oh, it to give a shit right your hair grows <laughs> just stop caring about things right your your body your brain doesn't know the difference like your your um your your brain doesn't understand if there's a tiger or if it's yeah. your baby waking you 100%. up at two in the morning right um you're, you respond in the same Absolutely. way um and I, like the other piece that this affects is uh your yes. intimate life so pain with sex, pain with sex mm-hmm. is very common. Um, first of all, after somebody's had a vaginal delivery and there's uh, and there's any scarring, but also cesarean delivery, we see a lot yeah. of pain with sex because you, again, your muscles go into that overactive um, state. It's gonna hurt with any penetration yes. or stimulation. Yes, right? and I mean that I see that as well. Like if you're 
if you're also not sleeping or if you're bed sharing and you don't want to be, you know, intimacy can be really challenging, um, which I'm sure is also compounding on that mental health part, right? You, your body's not working. You're not having sex with your partner. Um, You are, you know, peeing yourself. Like that's, that's some complex. Yeah. You hate your body. You hate, yeah. Like there's, it's, um, people are really beautifully complex, right? Um, and so I think that, you know, we see, we actually see a lot of our clients postpartum, they come and work on, they come in Mm because they want to work on their core, um, postpartum and rehab it. Um, and your inner core is actually made up of your pelvic floor, your inner abs, your inner back muscles Mm -hmm. and your diaphragm. Um, and all those four muscles, like your inner abs and your breathing muscles and your pelvic floor are all significantly affected by mm-hmm. pregnancy. Um, and then postpartum have to learn how right. to work together again. But your diaphragm is like your deep breathing muscle, right? Your di- like someone to take a diaphragmatic breath in, that's like a full, yeah. nice deep breath. Um, and again, if you're in this state where we're not sleeping and you're not functioning well, um, it's really hard to take in a deep breath. Um, but it's one of the only ways that we can affect change. We can bring on that parasympathetic state that rests and relax is by starting to take Mm -hmm. slow and deep diaphragmatic breaths. And then guess what? It not only helps you change the state that you're in, it also starts to affect change in helping your pelvic floor relax because we only think about contracting our pelvic floor, yeah. not about relaxing it. But that's one of the first things that we teach women to do is, or our mm-hmm. clients, I should say, um, is learn how to take a slow diaphragmatic breath because those two muscles yeah. work in synchrony and they help your inner ab muscles start yeah. to function as well. So um, I think just being able to find that balance between this overactive state and, and it doesn't feel like you're overactive because you're yeah. tired all the time, but yeah, right. But your, your, your nervous system is, is really ramped up. And again, and it's not all in your head. It's really like we can really change where our brain is at with yeah. a lot of this stuff by starting to do some of this slower, yeah. gentler breathing, maybe throw in some meditation yes. or gentle movement, but like seriously not going back like boot camp returning to boot camp afterwards is just actually it raises totally. your cortisol levels and so getting women to be kind yes. and slow yes. postpartum is is really the I, most important I will so there's two I things share. I want to say one belly boot camp is different because Dara and her team actually like understand the core yeah. and the pelvic floor and they're not going to be like, get, get down get on it. the floor. Like it's, I've, I did belly boot camp for like three years and yeah. it was, I hear yeah. people. They're awesome. Um, but the other thing that I want to explain yeah. if, in case this isn't clear, um, but I had it explained to me really well a few years ago about why a lack of sleep does stress out the body. And it was like back in, you know, prehistoric times or whenever we were just, 
people living in caves. Um, if we weren't sleeping, it meant that there was a threat nearby. And so if there is a threat nearby, yeah. your body turns on every single super awake hormone because you need to be alert and aware for everything. You need to be tracking all the time. So it means that you're in a state of hypervigilance waiting for that threat to happen. Yes. And so you don't necessarily like I said, like I didn't know, I was in a hardcore state of hypervigilance. You you can adapt totally. to hypervigilance, right? You adapt to that state, and yes. that becomes your new norm. So you actually don't know. And I would I, I would argue, yeah. like if you're very anxious, if you're worried about things in a way that you haven't been worried before, if you are getting sick all the time, if your immunity is low, if you are feeling depressed, uh, like very, very, very tired. That's your body responding to stress and a lack of sleep. Um, and probably, you know, it's, it's time to seek help either in sleep or, or talking to your, uh, your doctor, um, and getting a referral to a mental health worker. Um, it doesn't have to be like a psychiatrist. It doesn't have to include drugs. Um, I think we're, it can include drugs, which are, are totally fine and, and safe and good. You should always talk to your doctor about that. Um, but people are often afraid to go and make that first step. And and most doctors these days are really kind of switched on to, you know, postpartum or it doesn't even have to be postpartum. It can just be motherhood because it's stressful, right? Yeah. 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 I really, I think that we're not talking enough about the fact that um, new parenthood or motherhood in general, it's like an yes. existential yeah. crisis, right? When people think about themselves while they're pregnant, I think of themselves postpartum, they picture themselves, they just have yeah. a child beside them. But it's actually, it's you're creating yeah. a new identity, and with that comes also a new body and a new relationship with your spouse and a new relationship with your child and a new relationship now with like your parents. Um, and you're trying to process all this while you no longer have, you know, authority over time, you know, no longer, you know, get to, are sleeping the same amount. Your food is, there's, there's so much happening. Um, and so it's important to find your people and, Make sure that um, that you you're, you're taking care of yourself as as best as you can, or you have people around you to take well, care of you. Well, that is honestly, I think the best place to stop our crap nap conversation because uh, I I mean, where do you go from there, uh, Hannah? How if you're if you're my people, where do I find you on the internet? You can find us on Facebook at Vital Physiotherapy and Wellness, on Instagram, Vital Physiotherapy and Wellness, and uh, online, uh, vitalphysiotherapy.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Hannah. We will find you. You are my people. Thank you. <laughs> you are my people, lady. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me, Amanda.